Hello, and welcome to Backdoor Country. Oh yeah. What's up, everybody? It's Micah. This is an emergency episode, emergency alert. Backdoor cover. I'm rolling solo. Brad is out of town. No one else is available. It's too important not to talk about what's happening right now in the world of sports. We have breaking news. We have Game 7. We have insane drama. It's been a while. We are back. And uh, you've got me to ramble about it for about 10 minutes here this morning. I hope everybody's doing fine. It's Thursday morning. It's 927 Central Time. And uh, boy, is there a lot going on, a lot to talk about. So we're going to get to it. I'm not going to dilly-dally around too much. There's no one to stop me from doing my plugs, so I will quickly do them. Check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter, and the podcast on Mind of Micah. Uh, Go to uh, my socials, at Micah Weiner. Find the link in bio to subscribe to uh, to the newsletter. You can find the link to Mind of Micah podcast there as well. Uh, had a great interview, Micah's Beef of the Week this week, and a Micah's Re of the Week that went up this morning. Check it out, Mind of Micah. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. We're going to get an episode with Titan High at some point. We've got a bunch of questions for them. If you got a question for those guys, you got a question for me, if you got a question for Brad, if you have a question for Mind of Micah, leave it there, 800-392-6344. All right, um... Let's talk about the breaking news first, then we'll talk about Game 7. We haven't talked about the Game 7 from uh, Tuesday night either, so we'll talk about both of those. The breaking news, Steve Nash has been hired uh, as the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets on a four-year deal. Steve Nash, who I'm told has most recently just been doing uh, commentary on soccer games, is now the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. I'm most, mostly speechless. Um, Nash is 46. He has no coaching experience. Uh, he has worked as a consultant for the Golden State Warriors, and apparently he brings a strong relationship with Kevin Durant uh, because they work together there in Golden State. Uh, apparently the Nets are going to keep Jacques Vaughn as the lead coach and making him the highest paid assistant in the league. He was the he had taken over after they fired their coach before the bubble. Um, Kenny Atkinson was fired in February. And Jacques Vaughn had led the team throughout the bubble. Um, this is this is quite a surprise. Um, this is not one I expected. Marks and Nash were teammates with the Suns. Apparently they have maintained a good relationship. This is just a weird one. This is a team that is destined to to contend right now. And traditionally, you don't hire a first-year coach to do that. Now, the easiest retort, of course, is the Golden State Warriors, who hired uh, Steve Kerr and won the championship in his first year. I don't know if I see the parallel, to be honest. Kerr was a little bit older. Kerr had worked in front offices for several years, um, more than just a consultant. He was actually the general manager. Uh, he had been away from the game as a player a lot longer, and I don't know if that matters or not, but I- I'm just very confused by this move. 
this is also you go get a Hall of Fame player, somebody who had a higher a higher uh, profile than than uh, Steve Kerr and Steve Nash, and you do that when you want to make a splash, you want to sell season tickets or something. This team doesn't need to do that. They've got what we, we believe will be a, a healthy Kyrie and a healthy Kevin Durant next season. Like they, this isn't. I know it's a big market, but you don't need to like fight for headlines with your head coach. Just a bizarre move. Um, maybe Steve Nash will will um, you know prove me wrong, but weird. You have to admit this is a weird one, and uh, not one that I had anywhere on the list. I guess it means Greg Popovich isn't going to the Nets. So as a Spurs fan, I'm quite happy. You know what else I'm quite happy about? Our relationship with our friends at my bookie. You guys know my bookie. We know my bookie. We've worked with my bookie for five years now. How many five-year relationships do you have in your life? That's longer than I've known my fiance. I love my bookie. I love my fiance too. But I love my bookie and I love their user experience. I love the people over there. They will get you paid. You go to my bookie, use promo code backdoor, that's one word, backdoor, and they will double your deposit from day one. You put in 100, you're playing with 200. You put in 500, you're playing with 1,000. You put up 1,000, you're playing with $2,000, up to $1,000 in bonuses right now uh, at your first sign-up when you go to my bookie and use promo code backdoor. You can bet on anything in my bookie. You can bet on futures. You can bet on parlays. You can bet on teasers. You can bet on horse racing. You can bet on basketball futures. If you believe that Steve Nash is going to be a great coach, go put some money on their over under win total. I'm sure it's it's available or it will be soon. Futures, um, anything that you you can think of, they've got it at my bookie. Uh, they've got the best user experience out there. They are constantly refining their product, and you get paid. I mean, how much more do you want? You don't have to go down the street to, to a weird, sketchy bookie. Maybe you don't know a weird, sketchy bookie. Just go to my bookie. Just search my bookie and use promo code BACKDOOR when you sign up. You will not regret it. Get in there and give it a shot, even if it's a couple hundred bucks. Even if it's a hundred bucks. Get started on football season. Bet $25 a game. Have fun. Uh, you'll enjoy it. You won't regret it. That's my bookie. Use promo code BACKDOOR. It's got the official MICA seal of approval. All right, let's uh, talk about Game 7 last night and all the hoops that we've missed in the last two days. Uh, the Rockets somehow, in one in just a wild, wild game last night, win Game 7 against Oklahoma City. Uh, it was just sort of a, a comedy of errors uh, to a certain extent. It's kind of funny how throughout the bubble, the basketball has been outstanding. And then we get to a Game 7, the most important game that we've had so far, at least, you know, on, on this side. And we just have an ugly, ugly game uh, and just terrible execution down the stretch. And we also had weird execution down the stretch in the Denver-Utah Game 7 on Tuesday. Um, but let's get back to the Rockets. Rockets win 104-102 over the Thunder last night. James Harden, just to show you how weird this was, uh, P.J. Tucker hit the game-winning shot for the Rockets from the mid-range, which I don't know if he's ever shot a mid-range shot before. Uh, and James Harden, I, I wouldn't say clench it because there was so much time left as it turned out, uh, has the biggest play of the game on a defensive play. The last minute of this game, I think, took 14 and a half minutes. It was, it was 
insane. There were reviews. It was crazy. Uh, lots of confusion. Basically, and I'm sure you've probably seen the highlights by now, but James Harden comes out and blocks Dort, who's shooting a three. They go up to get the ball. Dort then tries to throw the ball off of Harden, but after review, it turned out Dort had stepped out of bounds, so there were like 2.8 seconds left. Rockets get the ball back. They get fouled. They make one free throw. So basically, the Thunder now have the ball down two with, I think it was one point, you know, a little more than a second. And instead of, I mean, you don't have to be a basketball coach to understand what the Rockets are doing. If you paid any attention, the Rockets have, have traded away all of their, their big men. They're starting P.J. Tucker at the five, a guy who came into the league as a small forward. Uh, P.J. may be listed at 6'7". I don't even know if that's if that's correct. Uh, he might be closer to 6'5". Oklahoma City, or, oh, okay, P.J. is listed at 6'5". So who knows exactly uh, how big he really is. And that's their starting center. He did hit the game-winning shot last night. He's 35 years old. Here's what you know about Oklahoma City. They have that giant Australian dude, Stephen Adams, who's just a big, rugged, mean bastard. And he's a legit, I don't know if he's seven foot, but he's hes a big man. He's a legit center. He is, uh, I don't know, he's listed at 6'11". Go to the basket. Throw the guy a lob. Like, I know that in the, in the NBA games, we always go, player, teams always go to their star player. But they end up throwing the ball. He misses a screen. They end up throwing the ball into him, running away from the basket at the three-point line. Like, what are we doing? Just throw the ball up to your giant Australian monster who's 6'11 over a 6'5 guy. And it looked like they had the opportunity to do it on both plays. They did it once, and and the first time they did, he could have sprinted to the basket. They could have had a chance at it. Uh, They called timeout. The second time he came up, he missed a screen, and they ended up throwing the ball away. And just really poor execution down the stretch. And I'm sure if you're a Rockets fan, this game was just horrifying. Uh, Chris Paul and the Thunder have been the most efficient team in the entire league in crunch time all season long. Chris Paul leading the league in crunch time scoring. He ends up not taking shots down the stretch. Uh, The announcer, Mark Jones, on ESPN, every time he got the ball with the last three minutes, Mark Jones was like, Chris Paul with the chance to prove everybody wrong, to make a statement about winning time. And... Inevitably, something would go wrong. He'd make a turnover. He wouldn't get a shot. Um, Got to be frustrating for Oklahoma City fans, too. But certainly, nerve I'd, I'd say more nerve-wracking for the for Rockets fans, who, in the event that they would have lost this game, to Chris Paul, no less, they would have just had to blow up the whole world, uh, this whole team, this whole experiment. And um, now they don't have to necessarily we'll see they now go on to face the lakers uh, team that has big men and will use them um although who knows i mean I, I, the rockets the rockets have so much variance game to game because they shoot so many threes and they can get hot and they can go ice cold it was just weird to watch this game uh this series was kind of weird i mean all rocket series are a little bit weird and a little ugly uh and uh it's over now. Rockets advance, Thunder lose. The other game yesterday I'll talk on uh, quickly. Another weird, ugly finish here. Uh, very questionable calls on both ends. The Heat take a 2-0 lead over the Bucks, 116-114. Uh, Jimmy Butler hits game-winning free throws with no time remaining 
uh, after a call was fouled on Giannis. There was also a questionable foul on the other end. This was weird, too. I don't want to... Uh, I, I didn't get to watch all of this game, so I'm not going to comment on everything that I saw. I did like the Heat going into this series. They are playing really well as a team. Jimmy Butler's got so much fucking edge and moxie. Um, I mean, he's just... He's a bad dude. Uh, even though he only got 13 points last night, he didn't shoot it very well. You know he's going to make plays down the stretch. He's going to assert himself. And uh, they're up 2-0. And Milwaukee's in trouble, but there is no home court advantage. Under a normal series, if the higher-seeded team would lose the first two games at home, the chances of them winning the next two on the road seem very slim. But they don't have to worry about that. They don't have to fight travel. They don't have to do anything. They just go back to their hotel and they go play. I mean, it would not be as shocking to anybody, or it shouldn't be, if Milwaukee came back and won games three and four. I mean, they could win five and six uh, as well. Who knows? But uh, Miami sitting in a good spot, and the the East, I mean, needless to say, here's your overreaction, is wide open. Wide open. And this Miami team, I mean, if you don't think they can't get past Toronto or the way Boston is playing, maybe Boston, uh, you're crazy too. Milwaukee in big trouble. The only thing I'll say, again, I didn't get to watch most of the first half of this game. I did watch down the stretch. Um People, I've heard a couple people say that Giannis, uh, now the two-time MVP, is clearly the best 82-game player in the NBA. And I think that's probably true. The problem is, he may not be the best 16-game player. And that is that crown lies with Kawhi Leonard at the moment, and he's done nothing to change that perception. Or if you just need to win 16 games... There's only one guy, and it's Giannis is not on that list right now. He's not at the top of the list, and at the moment he's he's not not showing up um, in a way that will. I mean, he played great yesterday. He he had, he had ten for eighteen with twenty nine points, ten rebounds, four uh, three assists. You know, he played well, um, but not good enough. And you know the. There are some holes with that team. And over an 82-game season where this dude plays super hard, he's super long, he's a matchup nightmare, uh, effort, defense, he's young, he's athletic, that'll get you games on a Tuesday night in Memphis. That'll get you wins uh, against you know Oklahoma City when, when Oklahoma City's on the second night of a back-to-back. When you're dialed in and playing a killer like, like uh, my man Jimmy Butler... Hmm, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, talk about the other game, seven, the one from Tuesday. The Nuggets beat the Jazz 80-78. to like I think the second lowest scoring game all season. Uh, both teams went cold. There was a crazy finish here where Utah, uh, Denver, instead of trying to, to dribble away, goes for a layup, misses it. Utah goes down the court. Mike Conley has a, a game-winning three-pointer roll in and out very close um this was a a more entertaining series to me than the oklahoma city houston series even though the emotions and the you know the personalities might not have been there stars are born all over the place donovan mitchell uh played 43 minutes had an unbelievable breakout series uh as did obviously jamal murray uh for the Nuggets, who move on. All they do is play in seven-game series. They played in two of them last season. 
in the playoffs. Now they played in one. Uh, they go on to face the Clippers. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say about this. It was the the finish of that game, obviously, just bananas. And uh, very close series, very even, very fun to watch, I thought. And we'll move forward. The Denver is in action tonight against the Clippers. Uh, Toronto, Boston, the other series we haven't talked about. Boston pretty handily winning games one and two. Again, you've got a situation where the higher red seed has lost the first two games, which should be at home, um, but are not, and now have to go on the road, but don't. So we'll see if they can get to. I don't think they're the better team, though. I think Boston is better, and now you're looking at a situation where Toronto has to win uh, four games, and Boston only has to win two. So... You know, they got to win four or five, basically, and that's going to be a challenge, um, the way that these teams look. I mean, I, I think Milwaukee might still be a better team than Miami, but they're going to be tough to beat four times in five games as well. Uh, uh, Toronto's in trouble. We'll see. That's the early game, four thirty or 5.30 Central Time, 6.30 Eastern, the late game in Denver at the Clippers. The only other thing I'll say last night is, God, I miss inside the NBA. When these games are on ESPN, it just stinks. I mean, Scott Van Pelt is entertaining and, and is, is excellent. But, you know, him in a studio talking to some dude, it's just not the same as, as getting Chuck and Kenny and even Shaq's instant reaction. Um, I mean, gosh, they would have been a lot more fun last night. That's all I'm saying. The games tonight are on TNT, but... Uh, no one's getting sent home, although I'm sure inside the NBA with Gone Fishing will be wildly, wildly entertaining. So that's it. There's your uh, special breaking news edition. As always, check out my bookie. Use promo code BACKDOOR. One word, BACKDOOR. Get some money in. Football season starts a week from today. The NFL kicks off one week from today. Alert. One week from today. Get your money in. Get your deposits going. Go through, make sure you get everything lined up and ready to play. You'll get that deposit doubled at MyBookie. Use promo code BACKDOOR. That's it. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344. We'll be back at some point. I'm not exactly sure. Brad's on the move. Uh, Titan High, we're trying to make something happen. Who knows? But uh, we will keep bringing you content as it happens. Lots of hoops, lots of baseball. Uh, our, no, Well, there is baseball. We're just not talking about it. Uh, there's also hockey. Uh, you know, if you want some more sports, check out Too Much Dip, my other sports podcast. All right, till next time. Mm, bye bye, and thanks for listening.